I'm Johnny Judley, the therapist in my pocket. I'm a spiritual seeker on a journey and an adventure. And I'm also a psychotherapist here in the UK. So I talk about spiritual things from the perspective of an awakening woman who happens to have a psychotherapist in her pocket. And I talk and share with spiritual seekers all over the world. I was also recently invited to write a book for Welbeck entitled You Can Remember Who You Were Before Life Made You Forget. It's available worldwide on Amazon and in large bookstores all over the world. If you find you enjoy my work, why not check it out? For now, welcome. It's so lovely to have your company here. Let's walk along together for a little while and share some thoughts together on our journey home. Today's question is this. Dear therapist in my pocket, How do I stop being angry about my past? I can't get it out of my head. I would say it consumes me. I go through every day replaying it. The injustice and the unfairness of what they did. They have ruined my whole life. And I'm just expected to pick up the pieces? How is that fair? How is that okay? I wake up every day full of anger and anger keeps waking me up in the night. I can find no peace or rest. How am I supposed to get on with my life? They've caused so much pain and just got away with it. Am I just supposed to forgive and let it go? Please, can you help? What pain is here? I'm taking in the words, consumes me, every day replaying, injustice, unfairness, ruined my whole life. How am I supposed to get through this? How am I supposed to get over this? How am I supposed to walk away and let this go? How do I not make this the story? Of my life. That last bit is really important. How do I not make this the story of my life? Sometimes when I say that to somebody, they get angry. They feel outraged, indignant, as if I'm saying that somehow they've got to pretend that what happened is not true. But that really is not what I'm saying. At no point am I saying that we must pretend that something that happened to us, that was wrong, that was unforgivable, that did damage, did not happen, or that we must pretend in any way that the hurt was not real. But what I am saying is two things. One is, it happened, 
but is not happening now. And two, it must not become the story of our life. We talk a lot about triggers and being triggered. Most of us appreciate how someone's behaviour or actions now can re-trigger something that happened in the past. We can often identify the kinds of people or situations who we see as being able to trigger our reactions and our memories. But what we're so often far less able to appreciate is that we ourselves are re-triggering our memories and our reactions over and over again by focusing on the story rather than the ongoing evolution of who we are becoming. Because of the story, as a result of the story, in a positive and not a negative way. Again, it's so easy to be angered and outraged by my saying something like that. But let's look at that, let's unpick it, let's think about it in a different way. This person tells me in their message that their whole life has been ruined by what happened. They tell me that they wake full of anger and go through their day full of anger at what happened. They tell me that this person got away with it, the sense of injustice and unfairness dominates every waking moment and wakes them angry in the night too. And I have to ask, is it what happened that is causing that? Or is it focusing on a very particular story, a very particular version that is actually behind the anger and the sense that there is no rest and no peace. Let me repeat, this is not in any way to question the truth, validity of what happened. Neither is it meant to question the very real effects of what happened. However, the way this story is being told and retold actually perpetuates the damage. Let me explain why I say that. The problem with telling and retelling a particular story in a particular way, over and over again, and charging it with emotion, with belief, is that it builds in our brain, in our mind, in our memory circuits, a firm truth that is unchangeable, not only about what happened to us, but also it leads us to anticipate what will happen to us in the future. The story becomes so real that it feels as if 
it has the power to define us. It feels as if we can never escape from this story of our lives. If I were to ask you to search through your memory and find and focus on every single time when someone has wronged you, hurt you, got away with something and not said sorry, damaged you in a very real way, how would you feel by the end? I'm guessing pretty defeated. And if I were now to ask you to again search your memory and find and focus on every single occasion where you faced something frightening or challenging or difficult and you went through it and you found that you had the tools to survive, to manage. What if you remembered how by going through those situations you learned, you grew, you evolved, you became stronger and wiser? And what if you remembered that here you are, the person that you have become, the person you are still becoming as a result of those experiences that you had lived? How would it feel to focus on what had gone well or right rather than what had gone wrong? Maybe that feels challenging. Maybe again, that brings a sense of anger. Maybe it feels like I'm asking you to give something up. It's hard, isn't it, when we've been on the receiving end, when we've been wronged, when we've been treated unjustly. We want someone to hear our story to understand it, to validate it, to say that it was wrong. And of course it was wrong, always. It is always unacceptable for someone to behave unjustly and unfairly towards us. However, does that have to become the story of our life? Do we have to give such power to that story that it continues to define us even now? Do we have to believe it so utterly that we continue to define ourselves by that story even now? This is how it becomes the story of our life. All reality is made up of stories because stories are always about the way we perceive, the way we interpret and the way we retell our experiences. And the most important thing that we forget when we retell a story in the same way, using the same words and phrases, time after time, is this. The person that that story happened to 
is not the person, not the same person that we are now. The story happened, for starters, to a younger version of us. Usually, that younger version was helpless and powerless, certainly when compared to the version that we have become today. That younger version usually had less tools, fewer resources, not so much life experience or wisdom. And instead of focusing on celebrating all that we have become since what happened, and yes, I do use the word celebrating consciously and intentionally because surviving is always a brave and heroic act, deserving of being celebrated. We continue to focus and identify on and with the powerlessness and the helplessness that we knew and we feel shame and outrage that that's who we once were, without managing to realise and appreciate and celebrate who we have now become. That shame is one of the greatest barriers that there is to moving on, to being able to let go. But anger defends us against more difficult emotions that are harder to feel, much more difficult to access, such as shame. And it's the shame beneath the anger, and not the anger at the sense of injustice that is keeping this person so identified with this version of the story. We have to forgive our helplessness. We have to forgive our powerlessness. And we have to have compassion on those parts. Forgiving, letting go, moving on, is so much less about forgiving those that wronged us. And so much more about forgiving the version of ourselves that we feel allowed it to happen or was powerless to prevent it happening. When we get to that truth, it becomes quite a different story, doesn't it? We realise that it's less about they did this to me and more about I am so ashamed that I could not stop them doing this to me. That brave soul is the real story. And that gentle soul is the part of your truth that we hear, that we absolutely believe and trust and know. There's no longer anything to prove. It's safe to let your anger 
go. Shame at our helplessness, our powerlessness, our inability to know, to do anything about what life is throwing at us, is behind so much of our inability to let go, to move on. The difficulty is in forgiving ourselves. And when we realise that this is what we all have in common, every single human being on the planet, including myself, struggles to accept the story. Because we're telling the wrong story. When we begin to tell a new story, a story of how we survived, a story of the strength we found inside ourselves, the resilience, all that we have overcome and as a result have become and are becoming, there is no need for shame and therefore no need for the anger that protects us from that shame. How amazing are we that all these things can be true at the same time? Once we can observe what is behind the story, then the need for that story disappears. It's always so, and this is the process through which all of us heal. We become not the story, but the observer of the story. And from there, we retell the story in a better way. We learn that as that observer, we can both have been the experiencer of the story, but can now also check out the story, be curious about the story, be in awe of the way we managed the story and came through and survived it. In this way, we take responsibility not only for the retelling of the story, but also for our survival and for what we have become and still are becoming as a result of having lived through that story. Our stories carry enormous power. Not only do they form the story that we tell ourselves and each other about our lives, about our history, about who we are, about what has happened to us, but they also contribute immensely to the story that we write going forward. What we believe is what we will become. And so we can be defined by the old story, or we are allowed and capable of writing a new story any time we decide to do so. In this way, in a very literal sense, 
we create our future reality. And also in this way, in an equally literal sense, we create our past. And so I would suggest that we all, including the writer of this message to me, possess more choice than we might have thought possible. Our stories can forever be rewritten, rethought, re-examined, retold, or they can simply be relived time after time after time. You can always witness a freedom in a soul that has retold their story, in one who has liberated themselves from the shackles of their past and refused to be defined by it. I believe that we are all spiritual beings having a human adventure, and as such, we came for the story, but also, via living the story, to grow. We never have been the story, and the story has never defined us. We emerge from a field of energy, of consciousness, beyond this time-space reality and the illusion of the story. We are co-creators of the story. We are experiences of the story. We are tellers of the story. And we are at the same time observers of the story, defined by none, here to immerse ourselves in an illusion and to remember via the illusion who we really are and the gift of the adventure, of the journey, of the illusion is that we grow in wisdom, compassion, acceptance, love, we become more. This is the gift of an illusion in which duality is the name of the game. How can we grow in love if we have not experienced hate? How can we grow in generosity if we have not known lack? How can we grow in tolerance if we have not known what it is to be an outsider? How can we let go our anger until we can have compassion on our shame, on our seeming helplessness and powerlessness? And so, how to find peace and rest? See the illusion. Let go the story. Remember, go beyond See all that you are becoming and let go of who you have been. You are on a journey of reawakening. All truly is well. Seen beyond the illusion, there is only love here, and the universe knows your name.
You've been listening to Janny Judley, the therapist in my pocket. I'm a spiritual seeker on a journey and an adventure, and I'm also a psychotherapist here in the UK. So I talk about spiritual things from the perspective of an awakening woman who happens to have a psychotherapist in her pocket. And I talk and share with spiritual seekers all over the world. You can get to know me better on my Instagram page at Johnny Judley. You can also learn far more about me and connect with me directly on my website, thetherapistinmypocket.uk. You can get in touch directly on my Instagram page or via my website. And if you'd like to check out my book, you can remember who you were before life made you forget. You'll find it on Amazon and in all major bookstores worldwide. I'm told it's life-changing. For now, thank you for your company and for showing up. I look forward to talking with you soon. We're all in this together, just walking each other home. Big love.